When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And uh, we mentioned before, no one's worn this jersey with any more pride than Monty Beetham, uh, former captain of the club. He was there for the club's most successful era of 01, 02, 03. That was finals for the first time, first grand final, and then a whisker uh, of getting there again against a very uh, good and soon-to-be champion uh, Panthers side as well. Uh, and he's been working with the club as an ambassador this year. They've made a real effort to bring back uh, some of the club legends to really instill that faith again after what was a very disappointing 2022. And he joins us now. Uh, kia ora, Monty. Uh, the, the dust has settled now. W what's your overriding emotion when it comes to what this has been now this run has come to an end? Oh, look, it's it, it's one like I think many and, and similar to Ted. Um, so also shout out to Ted over there in Rewa Heart. Um, it, it's been a year that you've got to celebrate. And I think if the boys had gone bang, bang in the in the final series and lost at home, I, I think it would have been a disappointing year. But then a Fedek win against a, a red-hot Knights team, uh, 10 in a row, uh, to celebrate in front of what is... Uh, a new wave of fans. Uh, we've always had the best fans, but you know, even if you try and compare size on the field over the years, uh, you can compare areas, but you can't compare the, the the game day experience and and the fans that come now. The the way they chant and their catch cries, and also the the science man. It's been amazing. But uh, yeah, for me, it was a little bit quieter at, at the club. You know, I've been doing some part time work at the club, and um, you know, there's some few people away. Didn't see many of the players. Obviously, it's going to be mad Monday, but. Uh, I think the overall feeling is like, you know, it's an opportunity lost. Um, but in saying that, it's, um, you know, foundations laid, two more teams coming on next year, 17th, 21th, um, some building blocks in place for some good years ahead. Now, we've got so much good to reflect on, uh, Mons, and we absolutely will. But look, the, the forward pass, it's obviously the biggest talking point on this side of the Tasman, and it's even a massive talking point on the other side of the Tasman. That's how that's how big an effort was, uh, how forward it was, Mons. Even the Australian media are making a drama of it. So is it something that we need to get past, or is it fair enough that that one's sticking in the craw? Oh, look, we have to get past, and there's no doubt about it. But, I mean, Wade Egan getting done for um, yeah. a forward pass in that game from the same referee, yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. an absolute joke, man. You know, when you're on the on the, um, on the the broadcast, you don't want to get too biased or carry on about stuff because you also thought that, you know, if a try is not confirmed, you, you can't really talk about it. And, you know, it's a crazy one, though, when you've got all those uh, match officials amongst it, and as the game gets better in terms of product each and every year, I can't, I don't think we can say the same about the officiating. Um, and even with all uh, the technology that comes with it, and it, it is crazy. It is just unreal that you can have two passes forward in, in one play, and particularly that first one, which was yeah. absolutely crazy. Um, you know, we're not playing the game of uh, NFL and football. It's uh, rugby league. But we know that that didn't have a huge bearing on the game and that the boys have to be so much better if they want to play finals football. There's no doubt about it. But it, it doesn't help when you're chasing a game and, uh, your spirits get broken by um, some bad officiating like that. Mons, as you touched on, mate, the boys certainly got where they uh, deserve to be this year, the top four, and uh, been hugely consistent, and what a platform they've laid. When you look forward uh, another year, and you just touched on it there, how, how much 
better they've got to be if they want to play finals football and, and get past a, a Broncos or a Penrith. Obviously, there's a guy coming across from uh, the Blues who's uh, who's going to make a make a difference. Is there anything else from a squad point of view you think we need, or is it just a case of right the boys have got a taste of the level that they now need to get to, which I guess would have been foreign for a lot of them uh, there on Saturday night, considering where the Warriors have been the last couple of years, and that's going to hold them in good stead as far as not needing different personnel, but uh, just another year of experience. Yeah, oh, and you, you mentioned an experience, right, in, in the, the right systems and um, policies that you have in defence, policies you have in attack, and just being around each other, enjoying uh, the company. Um, and, uh, you know, I think Sean made mention after the game in the weekend about, um, you know, who's been around for a very long time, that you should enjoy the environment that you're in and should understand that you've got a very, very good coach who's a great communicator, who's articulate, who's very smart uh, at rugby league as well as, uh, the, the people in and around him and some, some good leadership in terms of uh, Cameron George and also Robbo. Um, there are some really good years ahead. As I mentioned, 17, 21 is coming into the um, picture as well. There's two more teams coming to the club. So a lot of players that got injured this year that, that could have featured uh, the cup team that was in the final series uh, who just missed out in the prelim themselves who never had much um, help and support from the top 30 because there's too many injuries are coming through. Um, but the, the main thing is now that um, although disappointed the feet are on the ground and they realise well, like that this year is that they have to work hard. They have to work hard, they have to be smart, they have to be as fit as they were this year because they were one of the fittest sides in the competition. They've got a taste of it, but they realise that they need to keep improving. We'll be told them throughout the whole year that you know, if you keep improving, if you keep getting better and you have that belief, you'll be surprised what you can do. And then they came down to this final series, and I know I saw him this morning, and, you know, he's, he's disappointed because um, there's an opportunity to be there. We probably didn't have that um, same sort of growth or getting better in the last few games as you would, would expect apart from the night's game. Um, but, but that's when you just get disappointed. But, uh, you know, look, it's, it's, it's learning, it's experience, and then it makes you even more hungry uh, for the year ahead. Once when you look at the Saturday night game against the Broncos and obviously Reese Walsh was a factor and all the rest of it, but uh, certainly a lot was made in the coverage about the offloading that the Broncos' big men were able to do. And obviously the, the Ford pack's been outstanding for the Warriors all year. What What is it that can limit the limit the offloading? Obviously you're talking to someone here that didn't make a tackle in about 15 <laughs> years, so i, I got no idea. But what do, you, what do you do when you're under the pump and trying to stop the offloads and just it, it yeah. felt like it will, obviously... We had, we've got big men in the middle and uh, certainly great defenders. How, how do you go about stopping it? Yeah, sometimes it's hard when it's... ...being a second uh, part of the situation. But the first up con- contact or initial contact that you can win normally ensures that they don't get the offload. What killed the Warriors and even against the Knights was, was how late the offloads were. So uh, you, you get in, you sort of contact's initially OK, uh, that... The defensive line retreats, but then all of a sudden, late, it gets thrown away, and then uh, it gets going, and um, you're backpedalling, and then you can't get numbers in together, and you start losing uh, the ruck speed or the collisions, which makes it really awful. But, you know, it was, you know, to take some of Webby's words this morning, some of the, the offloads were kamikaze type offloads that were preempted. Uh, and I think yep. they need to do the same if they're going to be good against uh, Penrith Panthers. Uh, but, you know, that's what you do against good defensive teams. You, you have to have second. Um, Plays football to throw it up. So, you know, from the worst defensive team in the competition last year to the third best going in, they do need to be better at that. You know, they, we've got a good middle as well, but uh, their middle, uh, their men were on fire. Patrick Carrigan, uh, you know, Payne Haas and, and Thomas Flegler, uh, they're, they're very good. 
uh, that offloading it's, and then the speed at the back, it, it did really hurt the Warriors. Speaking with former Warriors captain Monty Beatham, and uh, Monty, you were part of things from pre-season, uh, working in, uh, with, with the club and, and certainly in that ambassador role too. Not, you're not alone, the likes of... Uh, uh, Arwen Goodenby or Kevin Campion uh, as well, names uh, thrown in there and, and playing those uh, similar kind of support roles. What did, you, what did you see? At what point when you were looking did you go, do you know what? There's something special brewing for this season here. Yeah, look, I, I was in there every day. The boys don't really go in every day. They're, um, you know, they've got other jobs that they're doing and um, they're from afar and everything else. But what they do say when they come in and when they're around and just knowing that those legends are there and, and that they're uh, to support and be there, it makes a huge difference, as well as other old boys that come come throughout. Um, so, look from 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 day one, I, I was watching, and yeah, guys like Tato Picky came on training trial contract to signed and played early on, and has extended his contract, and other guys, um, you know, Kalani going and and Sean Johnson who hadn't really missed any or very few sessions throughout the year, um, same as um, Tohu Harris. Um, so from day one, I, I just saw a really committed side who enjoyed each other's company, who liked the way they were being spoken to in terms of communication from a very smart man and, and his coaching staff too and Webby's assistants. Uh, uh, and, and, and they just worked really hard. They enjoyed the, each other's company and they got some, you know, some vital wins early on, even without some key players. Uh, and then what happens is you, you start, uh, when you get those wins, it reinforces what you're learning and then it makes you think, okay, well, there is some belief there. We can do this. And when you're fit, that's where that resilience comes in. You know, people talk about resilience, and the only way you can have resilience is if you're fit enough and you've got enough energy in the tank to to repel when you're tired. Like you can be resilient or want to have resilience all you want, but if you're not at a level of fitness, there's no way you can get it. Or if your systems defensively aren't good enough technically, then then it's not going to help you. Um, so they were trained really well defensively. A lot of their shapes have changed uh, with the with the ball in hand attack wise. Uh, very fit side um, who got some good wins early, who liked each other's company, and then from a result of that, you started to get that, that, that momentum. You know, I think the worst uh, run of losses was three in a row at one stage, but even in those, you didn't get the crowd going away thinking, oh man, it's going to be one of those tough seasons. Once, if we can just look forward a week, is a Warriors fans going to have their heart broken twice and see Reese Walsh uh, lead the Broncos to a, uh, to a victory over Penrith, mate? Well, I tell you what, if if they are to win against this very good Penrith side in their fourth grand final in the row, Reese Walsh needs to have a blinder, and I think uh, Brisbane almost need to have the perfect game. Um, you know, even on the weekend when the Warriors were down, uh, the Broncos in, um, they looked like they were going to score at will, um, and likewise for the Broncos. So that's not a good sign for the Broncos side. But in terms of attack uh, against the best defensive team in the competition, the Broncos are probably the best attacking team, and the ones with the most sort of uh, arms or, or weaponry, they can just you know score from anywhere. They can score from out wide. They've got skill sets and they've got power. Um, you know, even Herbie Farmworth and what he could do uh, was, was pretty impressive. So, um, you know, it's going to be hard to beat that experience because you know their side's been there for the last three years, make that fourth final in a row, and uh, they understand what it takes to win. And when you get into those moments where nerves may kick in um, or where you need that little bit of calming influence or calm heads around you. You're going to see that from Penrith, uh, but I think that, you know a lot of people are going to love the Broncos and what they've been doing and their ability and, and they've they've obviously um, 
got their um, identity back and where that should be within Walters as their coach, and uh, they got a lot of points of attack. So I think the best two teams uh, this year by far, and uh, that shows us uh, what's going to be going on in the final. And I think, you know, one and two, it's going to be mouth-watering, mate. Plenty of attack across the board, you know, and, uh, you know, don't, let's not forget that uh, the Panthers got plenty of attack too. They're not just uh, a very good defensive side. And Monty, about the hour mark in that game, the completion rate for the uh, for the Panthers was sitting at ninety seven percent. I mean, it's it's freakish how how comfortable they are in this pressure environment now. I think it's going to take more than a Herculean effort. I don't think I don't think that the, you afford to see any wasted opportunities at all from the Bronx. Anything needs to be turned into points. Oh, it needs to be. I mean, even when you're down that end, I mean, it's got to be sustained pressure for a le- very long time for for you to be successful. You're not going to get down there, knock on the door, and be you know, take one set, two sets. I think you're going to have to have a lot a lot of attack there for, for long periods of time. You know, you James Fitzgerald-Harris, uh, Liotta, uh, you know, you've, you've got some, some, some very good men. And then, uh, of course, uh, in the middle, Yao and, and that as well, as well as Luai, who's come back. And, you know, when you see what Luai has um, put himself through and his shoulder and how hard he's worked to come back uh, for your team, it, it does really lift you and it makes you feel great because he's... Uh, Apparently, the energy man in and around the place, he gets them pumped up. They love that. And, of course, you know, Crichton, Stephen Crichton goes. So, you know, he's had a wonderful career to date as well. And uh, they'll want to, you know, not that they'll need much motivation. They'll want to get up for him and, and his final game in the colours. And it just doesn't really matter who goes. Some big names have left that club over the years. They just still turn up. They know what they're doing. They, they stick to the game plan. And, and they're, they're very good at it, man. Uh, well, Monty, uh, Andrew Webster made a real real point to uh, thank everybody involved in the club as uh, why this club is uh, now successful, where it's, where it's uh, front office, uh, the backroom staff, whether it's the players, head coach, wherever it is, and uh, your role in that can't be underspoken. So congratulations uh, on your role and uh, what has been an unforgettable year for the Warriors, mate. Oh, thanks, boys. I just want to have a big shout-out to the fans as well. They've been amazing support um, here on the ground at Camille uh, Mount Smart, but also overseas and then socials and everything else, mate. So uh, everyone can just cherish this year, and it's a great year, and just know that uh, those boys are going to be working very hard to ensure it's not a flash in the pan. As Warriors OG Gavin Hill put on social media, uh, a tsunami starts as a drop of water. So let's hope this is the start of building something pretty special. Appreciate your time, Mons. Thanks, boys.